Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Am I the asshole for not letting my sister stay with us after how she explained her job to my 14-year-old daughter? I want to start by saying that I fully support my sister's career choice and I'm not interested in comments debating the morality of what she's doing. My sister is an escort. She came to visit us last weekend. She was planning on spending the summer with us since we haven't seen each other for three years. When she told us about this, my daughter was ecstatic. They have a great relationship and she helped me raise her after her mom died. When my parents first found out about my sister's job, they denounced her, told her that she was bringing shame to the family and that she was going to rot in hell. I tried convincing them to change their minds and that treating my sister that way isn't going to do anything good, but they told me that it's none of my business and that I should stop defending her. My sister became depressed because of that and she stopped working. When she couldn't afford rent, I brought her to my house and I told her that she's my baby sister and that I will always be by her side and take care of her no matter what. She started getting better week by week and after a few months, she got back to her former happy self. Back to the present day. Last Friday, when I got back home from work, I overheard them talking in my daughter's room. My daughter was asking her aunt about her job and she started telling her about how much fun it is and that she gets to visit many new places and meet new people and how she gets to decide when she wants to work which allows her to take breaks whenever she wants so she gets to visit and spend all summer with us. My daughter told her that her job is so cool and how she's looking forward to spending time with her and all the fun activities they will get to do in the summer. The next morning, I told my sister that I overheard them and that I didn't appreciate the way she explained her work, making it seem all fun with no downside. She told me that my daughter wasn't old enough to hear about the dangerous stuff. I told her that she doesn't get to decide that and that since she felt that my daughter was old enough for her to hear about her job, then she's definitely old enough to hear about the downsides. When my sister was living with us, I had to always be on alert. Many times she called me to get her out of uncomfortable and dangerous situations. I had to wake my neighbor in the middle of the night multiple times to watch my daughter while I went to get her. And to this day, she still sends me her location whenever she is meeting someone so that I could alert police in case she doesn't text me afterwards. I told her that she needs to leave by the end of the week if she doesn't want to explain the risks of her job in age-appropriate terms to my daughter. She told me I was cruel for doing this because I know how much they love each other and how much she was looking forward to spending time with us. And now in the comments, not the asshole. Your sister shouldn't have been glorifying her job to your 14-year-old daughter. It genuinely creeps me out that from what you were saying, she was also using the exact same selling points that human traffickers use on young women. Okay, this needs to be top comment. Not to shame sex work, I have no problems with it, but this is exactly right. I don't think your sister is malicious, but it absolutely mirrors what any pimp would tell a 14-year-old, which is beyond problematic. Quote, she told me that my daughter wasn't old enough to hear about the dangerous stuff. 
That part was especially egregious. It is inherently a dangerous job, at least way more than average if you want to put it mildly. Traffickers, clients, even law enforcement are huge dangers unique to such a job. It's not starting in OnlyFans. The dangers are way more severe here. And to be honest, OnlyFans can be dangerous too. I have seen plenty of women bragging on TikTok about how much they make and teens gushing that they can't wait to start. Not the asshole. Your daughter is 14. She is prime prey material for predators. She should be totally made aware of risks and self-protection. Your sister might be trying to be the cool aunt and not be judged by your daughter, but you're the parent and your priority is definitely your daughter. I would say try not to drive a wedge between them in case your daughter gets resentful and rebels. Maybe just tell your sister you will be explaining the risks to your daughter whether she likes it or not. It's going to carry a hell of a lot more weight coming from the aunt, since she's both the actual sex worker in this case and that OP is a man. Nothing against OP, just I'm sure a 14-year-old girl is more likely to take it seriously from the woman who's lived it than from her father who has a clear and vested interest in her not becoming a sex worker. Teenagers are little contrarians. And now onto the update. So I spoke with my sister in the early morning while my daughter was still asleep. I explained to her how much it is important to me that she talks to my daughter about the risks of her job because she would actually listen to her aunt more than me, especially now when she reached the stage of dad isn't cool anymore and you are wrong to whatever I say to her. And I reminded her how much I want us to spend the summer together. I told her that I am not young anymore and it's unlikely that I will be there for my daughter when she grows up the same way that I was there for her, so I need to know if I could count on her. I reminded her that she isn't obligated to share details with her and just mention the bad side generally, and then we can both answer any questions that she might have together if she isn't comfortable answering them alone. She apologized, saying that she was selfish and admitted she should have thought about me and my daughter first instead of refusing because she thought my daughter isn't old enough to hear about the bad side and promised that she will talk to my daughter about this over breakfast. I overheard the whole conversation, and like I thought, my daughter was very receptive of her aunt. My sister was reluctant at first, but after seeing her niece's engagement, they ended up talking for over an hour, sharing her good and bad experiences and some funny stories. She even told her about how I stood up for her against our parents after their reaction, and the many times that I came to her rescue. I told my sister afterwards how much I appreciate what she did for me and her niece, and she assured me that she will always be there for me, and that she'll always take care of her niece like I did with her. In the afternoon, while I was working in the garage, my daughter came to me and hugged me, saying that she loves me. I was fighting tears, and I failed because it was the first time in over a year that she had hugged me, and I think it was the first time since primary school that she said, I love you, to me. I still told her I love her every day, but she didn't say it back, and even though I understand that it's normal for some teenagers, it was actually heartbreaking for me each time she didn't say it back. She watched me work for a few minutes and left without saying anything. I want to thank you all for your comments and advice. To the people who told me that I must insist on my sister talking to her and not accept her refusal, and also to the people who informed me about the risks of trafficking, 
And while I am glad that that wasn't the case, I appreciate it because it made me take this much more seriously. And also to all the other valuable comments and tips. I am honestly just relieved after a long week of stress, and this made me realize again how lucky I am to have both of them in my life. And now in the comments, great update. Love to see how no one here is the asshole in the end, and all ended good. Good handling from you and your sister, OP. Thumbs up. And OP replies, Well, I was the asshole, but I didn't want people to judge me, so I admitted it, but here, please judge me the asshole. The amount of dad jokes I've been making is astronomical, and even though they start rolling their eyes asking me to stop, I don't think I have the ability to do that. It's something that happens to the dad brain. I would give anything to hear one of my father's stupid jokes again, like get in the trunk with the rest of the bags, or when he was hammering something, he'd point to where he was going to hammer and say, put your finger right here. The worst was when I was sitting outside the house with my boyfriend, and he was remodeling the bathroom. He came out with the toilet and yelled, bow low, daughter, here goes your throne. My boyfriend almost died laughing, and me? I just wanted to die. I miss my father. And OP replies, He sounds like he was a good dad, and a funny man. I really liked his joke. <laughs> I wasn't even planning on remodeling the bathroom, but now all I want to do is break the toilet and replace it so I could make this joke. And at the same time, I don't want my daughter to kill me. My heart broke when he talked about how hot it was that his daughter didn't say I love you back to him. I was a real pill as a teen, but I don't think I could deny saying I love you to a family member who said it first. Poor guy. I hope that stage passes soon. Me too. Daddy hugs. I remember telling mine when I was five or six when he dropped me off at school that I was too old for hugs. The look on his face didn't hit me until I got inside, and then I cried. I never did that again, even in my teens. I hope her phase passes soon too. And also, painting sex work as all positives, no downsides, is just begging for the daughter to be taken advantage of. There are so many people that take advantage of young women, and she would be receptive of it because she thinks it's all sunshine and rainbows. It was a dangerous notion that I am glad got nipped in the bud. That's actually how trafficking typically works. It's not someone kidnapping your kid at Target, it's another girl telling your kid how fun their job is, and then bringing them along one time to a party and introducing them to their pimp. Then they get roped in after doing it just one time. That's how Epstein got all of his girls. They were hunting for prey in dance studios. Our next post is titled, Am I the asshole for not compromising on where we go to lunch because of my food allergy? So a while ago, I was awarded for my work. It's not valuable, just a framed certificate, but it was voted on by my peers, and I'm a bit chuffed. That weekend, I turned 40. On the Monday, my manager Janine and her boss Kara said they wanted us to celebrate these events as a team, and asked where I would like to go for lunch. I was conflicted because there has been a history of disputes around my food allergy. In short, they always go to a nearby Chinese restaurant, but I'm allergic to soy, which features in Chinese food. Kara has involved HR to find a solution, but so far, they have been about as useful as a chocolate teapot. In meetings though, they have insisted they want to include me, and this was the first time they had asked for my suggestions. 
So in the end, I suggested a new Indian restaurant that my partner and I had been to. I told Janine. I knew Indian wasn't everyone's fave, so if there were any problems, I'd suggest something online. Janine said, there's nothing wrong with Indian. Ooh, yum yum yum. Two days later, Kara emailed that we were having lunch to celebrate my award and my big four row at the Indian restaurant. Unfortunately, I was talking to Janine at the time that Kara's email arrived. Janine did have some issues with Indian food, which she alerted me to by screaming them in my face and having a meltdown. I calmed Janine down and then went back to my desk and broke down myself. Carolyn, manager of the next team, came over and consoled me. I was shaking so badly. Carolyn filled in the incident report for me and then emailed Janine and Kara to say that I was leaving work and drove me to my GP. GP gave me a week off work. Now I'm back at work and it's bad. Kara postponed lunch until I was better and expected it to still go ahead as planned. Janine wants it moved to the Chinese restaurant that they always go to, and HR is backing Janine because she is not coping with the change and I should accommodate her. I shot back with accommodating Janine could kill me in the process. I just want the whole thing to drop because I am fed up. Ha ha. Kara wants to be the peacemaker and has suggested that I meet them halfway. I don't know where halfway is, and I can't be bothered finding it. Kara, Janine, and HR all say that I'm the asshole for not being prepared to compromise on where we go out for lunch. I need fresh perspectives on this. Am I the asshole? By the way, the two restaurants are literally across the road from each other. I'm gonna say that Janine is an absolute psycho in this situation. You told Janine, hey, I'd like to go to Indian. I know Indian's not everyone's favorite. If there's a problem, I would suggest something else. And Janine said to your face, oh, no, 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 Indian. Nothing wrong with Indian. Oh, yum, 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 yum. She knew, she damn well knew that you were going to get Indian food. And then you got the email two days later. And instead of having a normal, uh, conventional reaction to this news, she blows up in your face. She has a meltdown in your face. She in fact did have issues with Indian food. She alerted you by screaming them in your face and having a meltdown. Janine is unhinged. She is a problem. It was so bad that you had to have a week off of work and go to your GP. I feel bad for you OP because it seems like everyone is against you in this situation. There is no meeting you halfway in this situation. Peace was never an option. You're not the asshole. Now in the comments... Not the asshole. So what I would like to do is act like I'm gonna go, ask if they're gonna go decorate, get a cake, etc., make them go above and beyond, and then when lunch rolls around, leave. For the day. Heck, maybe even the week. She can have her stinking Chinese food. You, not the asshole. Janine, major asshole. Seriously, how is she not fired for acting like that? Over food. Sounds like she has some problems that she needs to fix, but off the clock and in a professional setting. Kara, slight asshole. Now, correct me if I'm wrong here, but from how you described her, it seems as if she's trying to be a straight up people pleaser. She's going along with the majority because she wants to be the unproblematic cool boss, which doesn't seem to work in real life. Stick to your guns, OP. Maybe even tell them to cancel. Not the asshole. Isn't the obvious compromise to go to a third restaurant? And OP says, neither Kara nor Janine want that. 
I'm just here going, well, I got nothing else. Maybe we just forget about this one. I absolutely hate it when higher-ups are like, oh, person one is throwing a fit? That's hard to handle. Let's just get person two to bend over backwards so person one isn't an issue anymore. They do this instead of just dealing with person one. Happens a lot at my job. Not the asshole. This has me so heated. Your employer, boss, HR, has absolutely no right, legally or otherwise, to dictate where you eat, whether or not you have an allergy. Put your foot down and tell them you won't be attending. They're all toxic AF. And now back up to the post. Quick update. Wow. I woke up to about 600 new comments. I'll try to get to as many comments as I can. But a note for all the people calling me a snowflake or similar because I took a week off from work, I had PTSD from a traffic accident and road rage incident. I was the passenger and was still trapped in the car when the other driver attacked my side and screamed abuse at me. Having Janine scream at my face brought back those intrusive memories of the accident. It is not weak or being a snowflake to have a psychological injury. It is not weak to get qualified help when you need it. Update. Meeting Friday morning with myself, Kara, HR, and the union dialing in. Senior HR person also dialing in to observe. Update 2. Thursday. I was offered a transfer this afternoon and I accepted it. The new boss wants me to start on Monday, but he has to negotiate that with Janine. Friday's meeting is cancelled, but the senior HR person would like an hour of my time on Monday to discuss any feedback I have about my recent experience of HR. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. And now on to the update. I have a new job. So this doesn't fit the sub rules for an update, so I'll just park this here. I started in my new job today, but the rest of the team are in another building, and I probably won't physically join them until next week. I didn't want to post a proper update before now, in case there were last-minute hiccups. My new boss had to negotiate my start with Janine. Thursday afternoon, I was offered a transfer, and I accepted. This is part of the expected changes that I mentioned. I knew there was a review underway, and there might be some opportunities for me, I just wasn't expecting anything so soon. My new team are mostly the people I worked with or my award winner. Janine on Thursday said, I don't want you to go. Janine said on Friday, when are you moving? I have two new people starting Monday, and I need your desk. My new word to describe Janine is mercurial. I think it's a good one. 
Kara seemed genuinely sad I'm leaving, wished me all the best, and offered her help to make the move go smoothly. Everyone else in the team seems to be pretending the whole thing never happened. Not one word has been said about the lunch, my leave, the transfer, nothing. Friday morning's meeting was cancelled, but the senior HR guy asked for an hour of my time this morning to give feedback about my recent experiences with HR. I shared my concerns about some of the advice HR was giving. Part of our conversation involved a lot of read between the lines, but I'm fairly sure Janine has been spoken to. This is how it ends. Not with a bang, but with a whimper. Thanks, T.S. Elliot. A few people have asked, nicely and not so nicely, how I could possibly feel that I was at fault here. I thought I might have been the asshole because I was out of step with how things were done in that team, but a lot of very kind people took time out of their day to share their professional knowledge and explain to me, in so many ways, how badly the team culture was out of step with normal. Compared to a few days ago, I feel like I understand so much more. Like, this wasn't even really about a restaurant. It was really about wanting a fairer division of the emotional labor in the team. Thank you all for helping me to see the bigger picture. I can see that I had become the soother of fragile nerves, solver of problems, and finder of solutions. Janine once said she liked me because I made bad things go away. At the time, I thought she just meant work, but now I wonder if she depended on me for more than I knew. Looking forward, my partner and I have decided a nice Indian meal is in our near future, but we are being even more audacious and planning to take some leave later in the year and have an actual holiday together, travel restrictions willing. Finally, thank you to all the Redditors who shared their own knowledge and experiences of trauma and bad workplaces. It is an awful club to belong to, but we have the best members. And now in the comments... I am so pleased this worked out so well for you. The sheer nerve of HR wanting to know how your recent experiences of them went, they were worse than useless. Enjoy your new job. And OP replies, thanks so much. Things are already so much calmer. I think the request for feedback was manager speak for tell me how badly we sucked. At least that's how I interpreted it and took the opportunity to tell him how wrong some of HR's advice was, since I have a captive audience. I'm sorry that it had to come down to this, but them pushing you to do something that you did not want to do to make somebody else happy, it's just a dangerous game to play, especially with food allergies. Be safe out there, and I wish you well with your new job. This is for the best, so you can get away from that weirdo Janine and her odd behaving lackeys HR. And OP says, thank you. I'm doing pretty much the same work, just with less drama and soy sauce. I'm glad OP got transferred. I really do not understand what about Indian food rustled Janine's jimmies enough to scream at OP about it and trigger her PTSD. That seemed really bizarre to me. It seemed like just a textbook power trip. She was probably feeling insecure about OP getting a reward and a party, and decided to flex her dick to make sure OP still knew her place. I'm more confused about HR's terrible response to this. They handled this in the absolute worst way possible, and I hope OP was extremely honest with the senior HR members who wanted to talk to her, because the ones who initially handled it do not deserve their jobs. 
Your entire job as an HR employee is to prevent your company from being vulnerable to lawsuits, and they completely failed at that by trying to force someone to have a party at a location that could kill them because one person prefers the food there. What a wild ride over a lunch. Like, this is literally one meal in your life. How someone can't compromise for the sake of one meal, especially if it's not a meal for you but to celebrate your co-worker, is beyond me. I don't particularly like Indian food, but it would never occur to me to insist that we would go to a different restaurant to celebrate a co-worker. And that's where I'm gonna leave the episode today, guys. I do hope you enjoyed. If you did, leave a like on the video, and I'll see you in the next episode. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.